Hi guys, welcome to Mindset Matters, where you get your weekly dose of self-help. I'm Laura. I'm Danielle. And we're here to help navigate you through your journey of self-improvement. Join us every Wednesday to discuss how to adapt a more positive mindset, strengthen your belief in manifestation, and open your mind to spirituality. Hope Hope you you enjoy. Hey guys. Hello. Welcome back to part two of toxic relationships. Toxic relationships. Very dynamic episode. In our last um, episode, obviously, we just discussed a little bit on what we think a toxic relationship looks like mm-hmm. and kind of just delving deep all about that, wasn't it? Yeah, definitely. Um, go and listen to part one before this one. Yeah. It might make a little bit more sense. Yeah. And today, we're going to be talking more a little bit on what to do mm-hmm. if you're in these relationships, you know? So yeah. Episode one, a little bit more about, you know, how to recognise that you're actually maybe either in one yeah. or if you know, this is your partner portraying toxic tendencies or yourself. Yeah. Um, yeah. And this one may be a little bit on what to do. Yeah. And what I do want to say, because I think the last one we spoke a lot about like romantic relationships. Mm. Um, obviously, of course, we did kind of get in there that toxic relationships could be with anyone, could be with family members, could be with friends. But when we're speaking about staying in that relationship, um, I mainly want to focus that on like relationships maybe with, family members or friends because you can definitely stay in a relationship and try and fix what is broken with a romantic relationship but like we did say in the last one a lot of the time this relationship and this person isn't going to change especially whilst you are still together in the current situation that you're in yeah yeah yeah, definitely Um, I think the main thing that we do really want to get out there is like finding the strength to, to leave a relationship like that not advising you how to stay in it the reason why i want to give the advice on how to stay is uh-huh. because i know from experience from my own and from others yeah that it's so difficult to leave that toxic relationship it's so difficult yeah. that i know most people are not going to do it yeah so i just want to give this advice to people so i can say look if you are in this toxic relationship and you can't leave mm-hmm. try this try this yeah give it one more shot if that's what you really really want Uh give it one more shot do it the healthy way but if it doesn't work after that Mm -hmm. then let that be your proof that it's not going to work yeah yeah. do you know what i mean yeah so i don't want to promote staying in toxic relationships because Mm -hmm. i'll be honest i don't think that's going to work i think that even myself in I've been in toxic relationships where i've received toxic behavior i've given toxic behavior Mm -hmm. and I think in both circumstances, the relationship should have ended because without that relationship leaving, without that whole experience, I don't think I'd truly be where I am and that person wouldn't be where they are. Yeah. It just w- wouldn't, they wouldn't have healed. Yeah. And I think one of the reasons for that is because a lot of t- toxic behaviors come from insecurities. Mm-hmm. So if you stay with that person, you're constantly putting a plaster over their insecurities yeah so they're never going to heal them because of you're course. just putting this plaster over it yeah you know what i mean and yeah. when that plaster and we ain't 100 percent sticky all the time yeah. we can't we can't give yeah. our 100 percent all the time because yeah. relationships are never 100 100 and 100 you're yeah. going to feel like 30 someday you're going to feel like you know most of the yeah. time you want to you've got to give your best yeah but your course. best might be 50 percent one day because yeah. you you know what i mean yeah. so that's when things start to slip sometimes in toxic relationships because when you can't give this other person your 100% that day, yeah. they're broken. Yeah, yeah. They're broken mm-hmm. because you've... And that's not fair. No. That's no, not fair. They need to be whole. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? I think as women as well, we have like this really annoying habit where we do stay in relationships for too long and we do almost like get over that person while we're with them. That's something so many women do, isn't it? That is a big I I I'm and I'm not a very I don't like being sexist or anything, Mm -hmm. but I really do believe that with men and women, all nine out of ten my my relationships, I've almost gotten over it whilst I'm there. And then it's not until that relationships end that the boys realise and be like, Oh my god, no, I want you back, I want you back. And it's like, mate. A little too late. Jojo said this years ago, come on. <laughs> too little too come late. Come on. Literally. You know what I mean? No, but, so true. But I think it's because emotionally we're so invested yeah. and we feel things maybe more quickly. Maybe men just need that little bit more time to process things and maybe they don't realise what they have until it's gone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Maybe yeah. they don't have that. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I know. I think maybe, sh- I don't know. I think maybe as women do we like analyze things a little bit more and yeah. think into things a little bit more. Yeah. But we also are nurturers at heart, aren't we? That's true. So it's very, very um hard to hurt someone because you know that you are gonna hurt this person by like mm-hmm. leaving as well. So um maybe we stay in it for that reason. Guilt. And I think sorry there's a hundred percent chance that um it can be vice versa. Like I'm yeah. sure there's um exceptions to the rules but i feel yeah, like we've got to realize that as men and women we do produce different hormones we are different anatomically yeah yeah it's not a word i know what you're trying to say we I are di- we are I, I thought, uh, i'm a nurse oh i should know this <laughs> anatomy 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 but yeah so i feel like we do have that resistance on us to leave um yeah. But I think it's another thing is as well, we always feel like we have to fix them. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. we feel like all even if someone's being so horrible and so vile, if we can then link that to us oh, because they went through this as a child or they went through this or it's, they don't Make mean it. It's not really them. They were, they were you know, whatever. Yeah. Making excuses for yeah. them, mm-hmm. you know, and feel like we need to fix them. They yeah. need to do that themselves because yeah. once again, you you giving them all your love and energy, it ain't it ain't fixing them. It's not. It ain't fixing them, it ain't gonna. It's not, girl. You know. Another really sad thing as well is it might be really, really hard to let go of this person because like you said earlier, you've never felt love like this before. Mm-hmm. This love has been so intense. Yeah. You've probably before you realized that it was a complete love bombing and you know toxic. Yeah you you felt like this was the best love you've ever received this is the most amazing thing ever so yeah. for you to want to let go for you to try and let go of that it's going to be damn difficult it really yeah. is i think one thing i want to say is sorry do you know what's going funny this comes to my mind though Ugh. do you know now if someone was like that with me i'd be like let me fucking breathe yeah you know like i would like oh my god i'd be like fuck it up away from me i think <laughs> word like i would be like seriously like back it up like you're being too much and do you know what that is the sign too much too much too, too much. much and if you enjoy that too much it's because you're not get, giving yourself enough in the first place perfect isn't it yeah 100 oh, percent. because at the end it just of the made day- me feel a bit sick then sorry yeah it just really made me feel like suffocating yeah really suffocating yeah. but again when you're in these low points or when you've are a person who has this like you know lack of self-love confidence respect wherever mm-hmm. when this person comes into your life and they're giving you all this excess love and all that stuff 
that is going to lift you up. Oh, that is going to make you feel amazing. And I just want to quickly add as well, that person giving you giving you all the love bomb, and trust me, they see the insecurity in you from a mile away. They spot Latch. you. They spot you. They see it in you, and they know. They know. They know. Even subconsciously, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. A yeah, lot yeah. of these behaviours. The thing is, with a lot of toxic people, when they're in these very toxic um, times of their life, they genuinely consciously probably don't have a clue what they're doing like mm-hmm. they're um you know probably not acting i'm doing this because of that yeah yeah but that's even harder not even harder but that's even more of a chance that they're not going to change because if they don't even see what they're doing how can they change the behavior mm-hmm. you yeah, know what i mean yeah, impossible. they can't yeah. but then um so like i was saying if when you are in these low points yes this person might come along and make you feel amazing but just please recognize that's because you are lacking in it yourself yeah you know yeah, if you if your love glass is completely empty and then someone comes along and pours half a pint in there mm-hmm. you know you're gonna have that half a pint or even if someone comes along and pulls a whole pint in there it's gonna be like Ooh. oh my god finally i've got a pint yeah but then but then if you already had half a pint yourself yeah. and this person tries to give you all this love, you're going to be like, honey, I've, whoa, yeah, like, back much. it off. I've yeah. already, I've, I'm full, like, you're drowning me right now. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And when you're in a healthy position, that's when you attract healthy people. Yeah, and I think also I, I want to say just as a bit of motivation as well, if you are listening to this and you're kind of uh, resonating with it and you're really thinking, do you know what, I... I am in a toxic relationship and I can't deal with this anymore. Just as a bit of like motivation to leave is like when you come out on the other side and like, you know, you're going to have so much reflection from this as well. And it is going to make you a stronger person. Like get excited for the the actual thought of like working on yourself and be like, do you know what? I can make myself feel like this through me. I don't have to then rely on it through someone else because you go through life constantly needing validation from others. It doesn't even have to be a relationship, just other people in general. Like if you're not getting that validation, you're going to just feel like shit anytime you're not having it. Yeah. That's no way to go about life. And like, if you're just giving it to yourself, you really don't need you don't need it from any anybody else. No. And when you get it, it's like a bonus. Yeah, and that's what a relationship should be. It yeah. shouldn't be your whole life. It should just no. be an add-on, you yeah. know, and, and a beautiful and amazing add-on, but yeah. not your whole life. It yeah. shouldn't consume you. Because otherwise, when that person leaves, it's almost like they've taken a piece of you with them. Yeah. And that's why you feel so lost, empty, and all that other stuff without them. Because, you know, you've molded yourself around them. You know, that you've relied on their love to make you feel worthy. Mm-hmm. oh god yeah you that, know yeah and that's like it's it's what a lot a lot of people do in relationships is their worthiness is literally all measured on how much love they're getting from that person that day yeah and like you know I've, I've seen it with like obviously I've been through it myself but just seeing it in friends as well of like you know especially when I'm more so I was a little bit younger and like you know oh you have a message to me today and then you feel like shit because yeah, of it. It's like, yeah. well, your worth is really based on a text. Yeah. Like, no no girl should feel like that. And then um, I also wanted to touch on as well the, like, glamorization, is that a word? Glamorization uh-huh. of toxic love and toxic behaviours. Um, I always see memes on, like, Instagram and just, like, quotes on quote pages. And, like, 
I see people liking it and I'm like, why are you even liking that post? Like that's so toxic. Like But it's again because a little bit of us does like, like our toxic it. love. Yeah. Like I I was I met this guy before and he is literally like me and him, he's so toxic, like he really is. Mm-hmm. And and me and him together oh it was a fire pit yeah, like and yeah. we never started seeing each other or anything because we just knew like yeah you know what situation that was going to turn up in yeah but again you know he was doing these we- like things like um and i was thriving off it a yeah. little bit of me was like i should think you're a freak right now but yeah i kind of <laughs> love it like like yeah. i love that you're this obsessed with me but it's yeah. it's not healthy yeah. you know what i mean mm-hmm. and at the end of the day it's just showing that this person again has things to work on mm-hmm. and if you get into that situation you're you're both not fulfilled oh my god trust me if you're getting that little thrill and that little buzz from someone's toxic behavior you're one bored with your life because like that type of thing is thrilling you because you're so bored and inspired by your own life and also you're just maybe a bit of an impulsive person which is something that you need to work on I'm as well so impulsive. I used to be really 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 impulsive but I can tell you as well I used to be really really fucking bored I had no motive I had no you know I didn't have like a dream or a goal of what I want to do for the future and that was because I didn't have any self-worth so I wasn't dreaming about what I could achieve and yeah. what I really wanted to get from life so these short snappy meaningless relationships were really fulfilling me at the time because it was giving me this thrill and you know it made me super impulsive because you know you're kind of just living for that you know you're living for the moment in a way but not in the way that you should be yeah you know yeah definitely but like now your thrill should be building the life that you want to have for yourself and really like well, we're big Oops, believers on manifestation and law mm-hmm. of attraction. So if you're in this toxic relationship, you're just assuming that that's what you deserve. That's what you're bringing in, honey. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. you've really got to look at what is the life that you want? Mm-hmm. How are you going to get that? What steps do you need to take? I think if you're in a toxic relationship and you're at that point where you know it is going to end, like you said, Dan, just be excited to start this journey for you. Mm-hmm. Go within, heal your wounds um maybe start the gym maybe start eating better maybe start seeing new friends maybe book a holiday maybe just do things for yourself because otherwise you're never going to be truly happy and what if you know you're in this toxic relationship it's most probably going to end somehow so you're going to waste three more years of your life and what i would say about the friend thing as well is that was one of the biggest um things for me when i was scared to leave was you know, I've actually got no friends. And it, and it wasn't that I didn't have any friends. I just stopped kind of reaching out to them, stopped planning things with them. And you would be really surprised to, you know, see the amount of people who come back. You know, if friends don't come back, they weren't real friends anyway. Because I don't believe in that friendship of like, oh, well, you haven't bothered with me for this long because you've been in a relationship and now you want to speak to me again. Like, I don't really think that is like friendship um but like you know i was so so lucky that the people that i had surrounded myself with and had made friendships with were all there for me when i come out of this relationship and it's still here with me to this day so i think one of them things with friends is like that quote and you know like stars 
don't always have to be there, you know, oh, you know that. They're there. But they're there, you know what I mean? But yeah, that's just yeah, a massive thing that. at the end yeah. of the day. True friends, you can go years yeah, or months then course. without speaking to each other. Yeah. And it's just always just going to be the same. You're do you know what I mean? Don't get me wrong. If, if if you do have a friend that is one of them friends that every single time they get speak to a new guy, they just drop all their friends. Mm-hmm. It's not the best situation to yeah, be in. But and they can be toxic friends as well. Of course yeah, they can be. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not the best situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but if that friend, you know, has come out of that relationship and is then saying to you, look, I am really sorry about that. I did go through that. That's fine. Yeah, no problem. So- You've just got to focus on you and them situations, haven't you? And yeah, just think, like, you know. If this friend is really um like say for example then that friend has, has done it again has got back in a relationship and hasn't spoken to you again and then they come out of the relationship and then they want to be friends with you again like don't get me wrong if that's one of your boundaries that you don't want to put up with and that's something that you can't deal with that really affects you in some type of way then by all means like you know that boundary, you then. do you but like i would definitely just say if you've made a friendship with someone like don't take things very personally in if they have kind of cut you off through being in this relationship because you don't know what's going on behind closed doors um, and especially if the behavior of that person is something that is quite um not uh what's the word mm, not, not familiar in the, but like not, not their, their nature norm. yeah not, not their, their norm. norm not their norm to do that you know um then you just don't know but i think that's the difference i think that's the difference between having a friend who is not in the norm they have got in a relationship they may be going through whatever they're going through Mm -hmm. and so they isolate themselves from their friends or whatever else that is very different to a friend who every single time every few months they're in a new relationship and they just cut off their friends and there's a big difference between that you know what i mean yeah definitely but yeah i think i think it's just a case of like reaching out to people Mm -hmm. make the first step to kind of get them friendships back, get that social life back again, and then forming your own identity. Be so excited for that because that's like the best thing you can do. Like, I'm sorry. I obviously love being in a relationship. I would like never want to be out of it. But like, there is nothing better than when you're in that zone with yourself and like you're truly starting to like just realize who you are you've got really good people around you your vision is really coming together and and you're just feeling like yourself like you're finally really feeling yourself on your own and kind of knowing who you are like that feeling is like euphoric like that is amazing yeah and just be excited for that because it'll come but you'll never have that feeling while you stay in that toxic And when you finally have that recognition, because like like we were speaking about the inner child healing, step one of any change is recognition. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, when you finally do have these this recognition of like, you know, why you act certain ways or why you've got yourself in certain situations and then mm-hmm. you start healing that and start feeling like yourself, like you said, there's no other feeling like yeah. it, you know, and finally being able to... And this is the other thing, trust. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, you realistically, you don't know what anyone is going to do to you. Like you, there's been stories of the most trustworthy um, men. Let's look at Will from Love Island. Oh, no. Excuse me, Will. No, but if I told you in week one that like Ron was going to be the faithful one and Will was going to be, you would just never believe it. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, someone could be the most on paper the most trustworthy person ever and you could yeah. build a relationship with this person and they could still go out and do something to hurt you yeah. so the truth is with trust 
is rather than putting your trust into someone else, you put your trust into yourself that you're going to be okay yeah. no matter what happens. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And you trust the universe mm -hmm. that if this if <laughs> <laughs> and you trust the universe that if this person does um mess you over you're going to be fine you're going to be okay. the universe has a better plan for you it has yeah. a better person for you mm -hmm. or you're going to be able to work through it i don't know what this person's done so i can't comment yeah um but i think that's what where trust lies you need to have trust within yourself and with the universe yeah not in other, not people. In other people because no. again that's having relying on other people for your happiness your validation you need to have that in yourself of course and you know what you just sparked something for me as well that with the universe what it'll do is it'll keep kind of throwing you these lessons that you need to learn so if you keep if you're staying in a relationship with a toxic person and you're not learning from their behaviors then this behavior isn't actually ever going to stop because the universe has put you with this person for you to learn this lesson. And if you're not learning, then the same thing's gonna keep happening over and over again. And then also what can happen, which happened to me, is you can actually come out of this toxic relationship, not heal from the situation. And then what actually happens is you just keep manifesting the same type of people over and over again in different forms, but their, their behaviors are all the same. And make you feel the same way as well because you're not learning that's the Oof. thing you're not like you said you're not learning the lesson so no. it's gonna have to keep coming back and back around yeah. until you do yeah until you learn until you heal that wound and again start realizing then your worth because i clearly come out of this relationship wanting to leave the toxicness but maybe didn't learn my you know learn my worth and what i want and what yeah. i deserve yeah so then i just kept kind of manifesting the same person because my my what is the word like not morals but my thoughts on myself stayed the same so of course i was going to keep then manifesting someone on my level and another thing is if you are on this level where you know you don't have much self-love self-confidence all the rest of it yeah you are going to be seeking someone with the toxic love yeah you are going to be to fill you up you're yeah. going to be seeking someone who love bombs you who is very intense who you know maybe is controlling because that's what you like because that's yeah. such how you're used to being shown love mm -hmm. you know what i mean you yeah. are going to seek this out in people yeah. it's about breaking the cycle but breaking you're only going to do that by changing yourself first of course that is that is it you know what i mean yeah so let's get down to then if you do decide to stay in a relationship with someone some things that you can do to really try and give it that last go if you want to um more so this though i want to say if you're in a relationship with someone who um you know has toxic behaviors and um, if you really truly believe that they are going to be able to reflect and recognize their own behavior as well would be the only time that I would suggest to do this. If you are in a relationship with someone who is so far gone, who can't see anybody, anybody else's side of things, but also if you're in a situation where you're not safe as well, I massively want to say, like if you genuinely really are in a situation where you're not safe, then I'm not recommending anyone to do any of And can things. you please take that in? Like, if yeah. you are not safe with your partner, yeah. get the hell out. Because yeah. we are, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, number one at the bottom is security. Mm -hmm. yeah. If you are not safe in a relationship, there is no chance in hell no. you are going to build on that. No. Your body is constantly in fight or flight. Yeah. Your body is producing adrenaline. Your 
your partner is supposed to be the safety of course you know you're supposed to find that if you don't have that get Get out out. they do not deserve you you can do so much better pick up yourself off the floor get yourself respect and realize what you bloody deserve literally (laughs) yeah you you know you triggered me there girl you triggered me there (laughs) no 100 percent. like that that's just I really hope that every woman just knows that men as well like if if you're not 100 you're not safe in your relationship then there is no negotiating on this that you you need to leave and once again i what i said i don't know if i said this in the last episode but boundaries which we'll go into soon is such a big thing in relationships especially ones like these Mm -hmm. if your partner has crossed them certain boundaries there is almost no chance of going back from that unfortunately Mm -hmm. so keep that in mind yeah keep it at the front of your mind yeah but if you do have a really you have a strong piece of you that really feels like the person that you're with is able to reflect is able to change and also wants to change as well and and you really feel like you can make it work you both just got a bit of work to do on your relationship Mm -hmm. and you genuinely want to help that other person through their toxic behaviors then these are things that we would suggest to do so i think first Mm -hmm. is massively communication that's the biggest thing so what you were saying about what you need to do first Mm -hmm. is have a serious conversation with that person and you both need to be on the same page yeah you both need to understand each other and if this person and i don't want to put all the blame on this person because you know they might be wrongdoings in the pair of you so you know both of you do this Mm -hmm. you really need to understand what your behavior is that's wrong and how that's affecting that other person because if you don't understand that how the hell are you going to change yeah and I think this is a conversation that's going to be hard um and um, what I would suggest is this something that you really don't tread on eggshells around you need to be really honest with you doing this is making me feel like this and I think you just really need that other person to understand the severity of the situation as well and why this conversation has come about. Like, you know, you don't have to be rude, but just really being honest in the fact of like, this conversation is happening because I'm trying to save our relationship. And if things don't change from here on out, then I don't see us having a future together. You need to be quite blunt about that. Yeah, I think it would be difficult for a toxic relationship to even have this conversation because already you're going to be having people getting defensive. You're going to have shouting. You're going to have all these horrible things. But these are the things that we need to take away. These are the boundaries. you need to look out for as well. If this other person is reacting in this way, maybe that's your first telltale sign that that person's not ready to change. Exactly, Mm. yeah. 100% that person needs to if they have fully accepted what they've done and are ready to change they wouldn't be in that height of emotion we don't know obviously everyone's situation but I think you have hit a nail there do you know what I mean if if you can see that that person is truly ready to sit and listen but the first thing they go back to is their they cannot keep their emotions under control they're going straight into like crazy mode and shouting and getting defensive and argumentative um then like really that is your your sign of okay this person isn't ready for this yet and i'm not willing to stay with this to wait around yeah and you shouldn't have to and you shouldn't have to but i think that is key communication how you communicate to your partner at the end of the day if there's things um that bother you that your partner does and even if it's silly things that you feel 
like that your partner's not going to understand if you just communicate that to your partner well yeah there's such a better chance of them you know understanding and wanting to do better yeah, whereas if you and I'm not gonna lie this is a big one for me because I do really struggle not so much no I still do I, I do struggle to control my emotions yeah and I think when I was in a relationship it was even more heavy because I was always like at that in this one specific relationship I was very triggered at this time so my emotions were just raw you know and I've got I've got ADHD so that whole thing it Mm -hmm. one of the big symptoms of that is not being able to manage your emotions yeah but again even though I have you know reasons for that behavior I still don't want to act in them ways you know that is not okay you should never raise your voice at someone you should never be shouting at someone like that is horrible yeah you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and at the end of the day, you just need to have that boundary in place that you don't shout at each other. You don't speak to each other like shit. Yeah. You know, respect each other. Yeah. You're, you're, that's your other half in front of you. No, just no. don't do that. No. You know what I mean? To me as well, like, if I, like, get, if I'm getting to a place where, like, I don't really get like this from my partner, but, like, trust me, other people do sometimes make me feel like this. But if I've got to a place where I've lost my head, I've disrespected myself. Because I've allowed that person to have power over me. That's the only time you get to that place, right? Like, if you're unbothered, it's because, like, you're not giving your power away to other people. That's so, so true. if you're giving it away, that's how you react, isn't it? And I think as well, sometimes, you know, when you are in these um, situations where you're just going back and forth, back and forth, nothing's changing, mm. it is mind-numbing. Yeah, and it is, and it does drive you mad. Do you know yeah, what I mean? You're not solving anything. So, yeah so I think step one would be to have this very serious conversation yeah. try your best to communicate well mm-hmm. you need to see that the peer of you understand and actually understand because you can have someone sat in front of you actively listening yeah they might not understand what you're saying yeah. you know what I mean yeah. they've got to fully understand and if they do fully understand and they're actually sorry and I don't mean all this like I'm sorry I'm gonna I'm gonna change I promise I'm gonna change with no actual change yeah that is just all for that for them yeah for their validation because they want forgiveness are they sorry Mm -hmm. are they sorry are they gonna change Mm -hmm. do you know what I mean yeah like that that was the next thing I was gonna say is like this conversation is gonna be um you know the first kind of step but then after that, you also need to keep up your end of the bargain that these boundaries that you have now set in place, that you don't let them slip because this person has already overstepped your boundaries once before. They're going to try and see if they can do it again. They're going to see if you're serious about the conversation that you've just had. So you really, really need to keep strong and you need to call them out if they are if they have overstepped it and letting them know because otherwise you're just going to fall into the same cycle well I think that leads to the second thing Mm -hmm. which is in this conversation you really need to be speaking about boundaries that you two are both going to put in place yeah be very clear no black and white there's no letting this slip these are the boundaries Mm -hmm. these are the boundaries Mm -hmm. and at the end of the day you but you've got to say that to the other person these are the boundaries can you meet them yeah you yeah. know what i mean uh-huh. can you meet these boundaries and then the what's very important about this is to maintain them boundaries uh-huh. not to let them slip oh it's just a one-off oh he was this oh she was that yeah no mm-hmm. these were the boundaries and if you slip on them boundaries 
Yeah. Get gone. Get yeah, gone. Get gone. Yeah. You've set yourself a boundary and by slipping on the boundaries as well, you're just affirming that you don't deserve it. Yeah, and the whole conversation was pointless. Yeah. It was, it was such a waste of your time. Yeah. And, and it's going to go back to the same old relationship as what it once was. 100%. And, and you know, if, if this person has promised to keep up their end of the bargain in your conversation and has then tried it, I don't doubt that they are going to, like, try it because mm. that's what this person's going to do. They did it once. They're going to try and do it again. Like, you need to nip it in the bud straight away. And then if it is just a case of them constantly, again, overstepping, 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 then you obviously need to take people's actions over their words and just realise it doesn't matter if they're a sweet talker, whatever they say, and they could say all the right things in this conversation that you guys have. But if their actions follow it and not matching up with what they said, then it's time to go. Yeah, 100%. At the mm -hmm. end of the day, if someone says that they understand and they truly want to change, then that will show in their actions. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It needs to be shown in their actions because they speak well louder than words. And that's what actually matters is the yeah. actions. Yeah. You can say anything, but to actually put in that work to mm -hmm. change and be a better person. Yeah. And if this person you know has had things happen in their past you know maybe they've been in a maybe their ex-partner cheated on them so they are maybe a bit jealous and overprotective mm -hmm. we can sympathize with that yeah but they have to recognize that themselves and can't use that as an excuse no, no they no, need no. to move forward from that yeah you know what i mean yeah yeah you can reassure but there is a line like you you can always give your partner that bit of reassurance but you also like if that person is not healing from their wound, your reassurance is never going to be enough. Well, another thing for me as well, in relationships, I need a lot of, I in the past, I've needed a lot of reassurance. Yeah. But then you've just got to think, no, yeah. no, no, give that to yourself. Yeah. Be happy on your own first so that when you're in a relationship, you don't need all that reassurance. No. You know you know they love no. you because who yeah. wouldn't? Yeah, exactly. Who wouldn't? Exactly. And when you have that, when you have that love for yourself that you know your partner loves you, that makes you so much more desirable. Yeah. That makes you so much more, you know, your partner will probably thrive off that. Your relationship will just be so much better because someone who respects themselves gets so much more respect exactly like if you are one of these people who are constantly craving reassurance like it's not attractive in another person sorry to say it's not um, and it's, but not. it's not because it's you're straight away giving off this energy of you know i'm here and you're there you're mm -hmm. putting this other person above you so it's, it's not attractive it's not mm -hmm. not at all no way girl. i think there's there's honestly loads of things that we could say here i think one of the big ones is learning to say no yeah that's such a massive thing i am such a people pleaser mm -hmm. i think especially even this really speaks to people who are having toxic relationships maybe with their family members and friends and stuff too like yeah. just learning how to say no yeah like it is something that a people pleaser would do yeah. is like you you're, you're always trying to make sure the other person is happy you're putting the other person's needs before your own because you could be saying yes to something that, okay, you're making the other person happy, but every time you say yes to someone else, he's saying no to you. Yeah, I know. At the end of the day, and you need to make <laughs> yourself a priority. Yeah, You need to start making yourself a priority and realising, you know, why do you always feel the need to say yes? Why yeah. are you being this people pleaser? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't no, know. Do you know what, though? It's, it's, a, it's a very empath thing to do. Mm -hmm. um, because again, you're if you're an empath, you feel so strongly 
um, the emotions of others that if you say no, like if your answer is what is making this other person feel some type of way, you're going to do everything you can to control that not happening. So you then just become a people pleaser. But I think what we need to realize as well is things ain't as deep as what we think they are. Like, Mm. especially like I massively in my past have been such a big people pleaser. And like some of the things I'm even asked is like, if I said no, would this even be that much of a big deal? I just overthought it that much. Like, you know, um, and I think I mentioned this before in one of the um, in one of the episodes of like where someone asked me to do something and I just didn't want to. Um, and it wasn't that much of a big ask, but it, it was an ask and I, I didn't want to do it. So I said no. Um, and in my head straight away creeped in this little thought of, oh, should I just, oh, tomorrow I'll just tell him I'll do it. But and then I just thought, no, because I don't want to. And, you know, don't get me wrong, there's a line of like, be helpful for other people and like yeah it's great to do things for others but you're pleasing this other person and then letting yourself down in the process which is literally affirming that this person is above me this person matters more than me than I do I think another thing is having that boundary as well yeah yeah of not going back on your answer not going back on your word you know what I mean like if you say no have that boundary and stick to it I think one big thing for me was when I was younger there was no boundaries yeah no boundaries in the house do you know what I mean so yeah. I feel like maybe that's why I struggle yeah, with I them now because yeah. like I, I, I was over my, I was over my mom's the other day like little things like when she's asking the kids to clean their bedroom and she's asking them asking them asking them and in the end she didn't make them do it it's like yeah. what's that teaching them yeah, yeah you know yeah. what I mean mm-hmm. you need to have them firm boundaries in place and you need to stick to them for yourself have that self-respect you know what I mean yeah definitely and I think if you and um, if you say no to someone and that really, really offends someone, and then you need to be thinking, you know, am I being taken advantage of here? Well, this is the other thing, you know, is that person, you're so in your thoughts about, oh, how can I make this, should I say yes, because I want to make them happy? Well, if you say no, they're going to be like an empo or whatever. Yeah. Where's, where's them thinking about your needs? Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. But then if it's anyone worth worrying about, they will understand. So don't worry about saying no. Of course. And you know that's what the I mean? Thing, isn't it? Like when you do start putting boundaries into place, because people are not used to this version of you, you know, this side of you, like there are going to be some people who leave your life when you do start to become this new version. But that is where you need to then see that is people that shouldn't have been in your life in the first place because you were being taken advantage of. Yeah. You know, I think when you glow up when you hire a vibration you know when you grow as a person you are naturally going to drop people off friends partners fam even family members maybe but it's because there's people that are just not going to have to come with you because they're not on that level with you and and if you are you know if you found this new you know found respect for yourself where you are like putting in these boundaries in place and you really are like maintaining them as well and people don't like this version of you that's because the old version of you was easier to fucking walk all over. It's That's so, why. Yeah. So in reality, like, bye. You yeah. don't want them people in your life anyway. At the end of the day, I think we've all been in sort of had toxic friends. I think for girls, maybe a little bit more. I feel like when I was in school, I used to hang around with a lot of people that were very... And this is not at individually these people either. I think mm-hmm. like sometimes like when, a, when certain people group together, the group can just be... You know, maybe individually that is fine, but as a group, yeah, very bitchy, speaking about each other behind their backs, yeah. um, clinging to people, being very 
you know, toxic, all that yeah. stuff, mm-hmm. leave that in school. Yeah, Leave yeah. that in school, do you know what I mean? And if yeah, some yeah. of them, that's what I mean, if you need to, I used to get massive FOMO and, like, want to hang around with my, ooh, sorry, want to yeah. hang around with my friends at the end of the day. My friends, I love them all, but it wasn't very good for me, you know what I mean? And, I think our mics are gone. Oh, no, they are. We just want to apologize. I know, really sorry. I hope it hasn't been like that for too long. I hope it wasn't like it since the start of the video. We really strongly do apologize. They're dying. They're dying. We've got very bad memory on charging these I know, I know. Normally we charge them a little bit before we We do, we do. They were fully green though. Hey guys, we just want to say we are so sorry about that little technical difficulty. Um, But clearly we are very passionate about these toxic relationships. So I think we're definitely going to bring out another part. It won't be out for a good few weeks yet, but we really hope you've enjoyed this episode and at least have a little bit more clarity on what you want to do in your current situations. And we just want to let you all know that our DMs are always open for anyone struggling or needing more advice. Thanks for listening, guys. (laughs) 